Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bradybros and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and start listening. It's literally that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash bradybros. Hello and welcome back to the Brady Bros Boston Sports Podcast where we cover everything in the Boston sports world. My name is James Brady and alongside me is my brother Nicholas. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Today is Monday, March 2nd. We're already into March. It's moving quick here. Uh, we are on episode 48. And did we just get through a whole intro without an interruption, James? Don't jinx it, but I think so. Music time! No icing. For the first time in 39 years, the Boston Bruins have won the Stanley Cup. We are going to start off the show as we always do with the Boston Red Sox and spring training continues as we're starting to see some of the more, you know, some of the starters that we traditionally see getting in that bat or two. We saw Rafael Devers smoking a home run yesterday in spring training, just showing off his power and the, the talent that this kid has. And I watched probably four innings of this game and it just got me super excited for the season and I'll kind of roll over to the next thing is in that same game Nate Avaldi three solid innings uh three inning pitched a couple of strikeouts he had his whole array on display giving him the gas some nasty breaking balls and uh went scoreless through three yesterday versus the Atlanta Braves yeah and I've made it clear that I'm not a huge fan of spring training baseball it just doesn't quite do it for me without that super competitive nature and you really just see guys that uh, you probably won't see throughout the year most of the time. But when I was looking at the schedule this morning and I realized we had still like 20, it's 20 something days, 25 maybe till, uh, or 24 now. Cause it's the 26 is the opening day. Opening for the Red day. Sox. Uh, I was, I was bummed cause I thought it was closer in my mind for some reason. Uh, I don't know why, but then I, when I saw like baseball still like that many days away, I got bummed, but for you baseball addicts out there, they have one day off between, or two days off, pardon me, between now and the start of the season. Uh, you're gonna have to go without a little bit of red, some sort of Red Sox baseball. That being said, we are we are getting there, and we can get into uh, another guy that is super well known uh, with Chris Sale, and it has just come out, I believe, in this past week that he will start start the season on the IR, recovering from pneumonia slash the flu. Or something. He was sick, I guess. I don't really understand why he still needs. They know like four weeks from now he's still going to be recovering. I get it. Pneumonia is not great, but maybe they're just they're just being cautious, obviously. So he will not be starting this season. And I believe it's it's looking like Erod's going to get the get the nod if we had to guess for that opening day game versus the Blue Jays. Yeah, and Erod a. Really, one of the only pitchers on this rotation who had a solid season last year. Uh, a great start in spring training a couple of days ago after a kind of scary moment after he slipped throwing a pitch. Uh, he slipped on the mound, went down with like a knee injury or something. I'm not 100% sure if it was like a knee or an ankle or something, but he's fine. He pitched a good outing. And going back to Chris Sale, I think the, the pneumonia and the setback comes from 
he had pneumonia when spring training started, so he didn't start practicing. So he's now behind schedule uh, in getting in, you know, what the routine he has to go through between now and the start of the season. So that is why he's going to start on the, it's the IL, not the IR, I just realized. Oh, um, yeah, that's basketball. That's basketball, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, Injured oh. list. Sorry. Injured list, yeah. Typo. And I think that's what it is. It was a setback in terms of starting his training. So now he's behind schedule. Uh, it kind of sucks because with all that's happened this offseason, that's just been a you know kick in the shin after kick in the shin. It just kind of seems the balls, dude. Yeah, no, you're right. You about Razor the, scooter to the ankles. It's everything. Oh, man. it's yeah. bad. But yeah. you just hoped that like we could start off the season. Chris Sale on the bump for game one. Nope. Twenty one yes. strikeouts over. No, nah, 22 yeah, beat Roger. No Clemens one pitches record. complete games anymore. No, let's be honest. Come Those on, load management fashion. people. But yeah, so Chris Sale will start the season on the IL. But uh, he says, like we, I think we brought this up a couple episodes. It says he's feeling the best he's ever felt. Had some time off, and he, he threw had, in the bullpen recently. Yeah, he threw like and a. The, and a the coaches 15, said he looked good. He threw a 15 pitch like yep. uh, live AB yesterday. Pretty sure someone like hit a pretty good shot off of him, and he's like, "Yep, all right, I'm done." That was the last pitch he threw. Was he just got one? Yeah, this is off the this is the top story on the Red Sox uh, MLB website. Sale in quotes looks good facing live hitters. Uh, Chris Sale on track for early April return. Drew praise from pitching coach Dave Bush after a 15 pitch bullpen session. I mean, any little bit. Don't getting... don't want to overwork him. Yeah, but the thing is with Chris Sale, I think the best time he pitches well is when he's pissed off. So having him sit out the last third of the season, it felt like, and having all that time to get angry about not being able to play, if he can channel that, I think he's going to have one hell of an outing when the season comes to, uh, to a start for him. And lastly up for the Red Sox, they are currently 4-5 and five in spring training games so far. And if you're like, wow, that's not great. Uh, the Marlins are 7-2, and two, so this clearly means nothing because I guarantee the Marlins are going to finish at the bottom of whatever division they're in. The... Uh, is there a South Division? Is that even a thing? That's how much we know baseball. No, I think there's East, Central, and West for it's both. East. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Whoops. And L East, I believe. That sounds right. I'm just guessing. I'm gonna. We're gonna keep moving before we get something incredibly wrong. Speaking of doing things incredibly wrong, the Houston Astros becoming my favorite thing to talk about on this podcast. Uh, first of all, we're gonna give a shout out because if you're not following the Astros Shame Tour on Twitter, do it. Highly oh, recommend it. Hang on. Yep. The Houston Asterix, whatever you want to call them. Uh, this account just posts everything from every Astros batter being hit to everyone booing and chirping them. It's my favorite thing. And there was a video that came out a couple days ago, and we don't really have to break this down much more than its face value, of a guy who got uh, spring training seats right next to the Astros dugout, and he's chirping them the entire game asking him if they're going to give the trophies back, if they're going to give the rings back, asking Altuve if he's going to give his MVP back and everything. And got Nicholas and I thinking, the Astros play the Red Sox in regular season on May 22nd, and we we want to know, should we go? It's not a question of should we go, it's where should we sit? How much money <laughs> should we spend on seats? I'm getting kicked out. I, I bet know. the ones I feel behind like them is not bad. Oh, they're definitely going to allow it. Uh, I was just looking because I was interested to see. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a tad bit of a gambler as much as I hate to admit it, although uh, you can't really do a whole lot here in Massachusetts thanks to some laws. Thanks, Massachusetts legislation, I guess. 
uh, the win totals for the Astros right now, uh, the over-under is 94 and a half. And I'm just thinking, yeah, the Astros are super talented still, but the the morale that's going on in that locker room and that is going to go on in that locker room all year, you got to be thinking they're not going to have a great season, right? Oh, I hope not. I mean, you still have to unless they, they have one of the most talented rosters, but you got to hope that that takes a toll on them. Unless, like, they literally feel no shame, they don't care, which would kind of be, I guess, would make sense. But also, you got to think that they're going to just be hearing it from literally every other team and even some of their own fans, I'm sure, not happy. I was going to say, that's going to be the biggest thing for them is the home the hometown crowd. I want to see the first game at Minute Maid Park, how the crowd reacts. If it's just going to be booze, if it's going to be, we're going to look past it. But ima- I mean, imagine. It's got to be, it's going to be super mixed reviews. Imagine you look back in your career and you won one World Series and the one that you did win, like you cheated. It, like you didn't legitimately win it. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like when you they, can't. When you they can't go to LA, like it's going to be terrible. There's rumors. Uh, I saw this on twitter and instagram i believe there's rumors that they're going to send the astros to la with a swat team the the first game they play the dodgers because they're afraid it's gonna be so bad i mean people take sports super seriously (laughs) yeah it's Uh, gonna be crazy in other news the red sox win total is actually 84 and a half is the under hammer that over you think they're winning more Let's go through the rest of and the other. The Dodgers have the highest at the moment with 100. Nope, sorry. The Yankees have the highest at the moment with 102.5. Wow. And the Dodgers 100. are 101.5. Yeah. That's, they won 100. Mm. The, the Yankees won 103 games last year. They've, yeah, they've had back-to-back 100-win seasons, I believe. The Twins won 101 games last year? Oh, yeah. The Twins won a bunch, and then they sucked in the playoffs. But, yeah, well, I don't know. hundreds a lot of games to win. But I mean, yeah, we can I mean, we can go into a more in-depth gambling breakdown. Hold on, there's one gonna, more oh, I'm looking for. There it is, Baltimore Orioles, fifty-six point five. Hammer that under, baby. <laughs> Hammer that under. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we all can, right. We can kind of do a gambling breakdown in a couple weeks because we still have a couple weeks to burn before the regular season. So could yeah, be I'll take new. a look at I'll take a look at some odds. They have some get some odds. Some we'll weird, get some... They have some weird bets you can place. I personally use, and this is not an endorsement. Unless it wants to be. Unless it wants wants to be. be. We're looking at you, DraftKings. Shout Uh, out DraftKings. No, don't shut James Brown. Never mind. Don't shout out DraftKings. Don't use it unless unless they give us money. Yeah. (laughs) We sound really bad right now. Uh, I use DraftKings Sportsbook, which is not available in Massachusetts, unfortunately, but it is available in New Hampshire, where we reside sometimes. I guess I don't really reside there much anymore. Um, Yeah. You kind of laugh. But I will be back next week for my... For my break, because you boys got to work and make some money so we can go to all these Red Sox games. <laughs> uh, but I will definitely be placing some bets then, so we can maybe talk about it more next week when I have a chance to like actually. Like, we can get some some friendly wagers some and some actual. That being said, we are rambling on now. We will get out of the Red Sox. I think. Yeah. Uh, you can expect a lot more going forward. We have plans to literally go like once a week already. Yeah, well, we, I don't we have word-of-mouth plans. We don't have financial plans. Yeah. But that being said, we will get into the Boston Celtics, who I have not seen a whole lot of. I've been This has been a bad week for me. I have not watched a whole lot of sports because I've been traveling and out of town type of thing. And I was in Colorado, so the time difference was thrown off what time the games were starting and everything. That being said, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown continue to just amaze 
most recently on Saturday night, Jalen Brown hits a game tying three to send the game to overtime against the Houston Rockets. Uh, it was off one of those Tatum did the whole purposely missed the free throw. They somehow got the rebound. You can tell like that's what they were trying to do, but the like it. Well, I don't know that it was supposed to end up in Jalen Brown's hands. You know, like the no, way the rebound went off. The way like, I think Tatum. Went... I think Tatum was supposed to rebound it, and it ended up just like he touched it, and then Marcus Smart touched it. I think and it just ended up in Jalen Brown's hands. It all worked out though, and just Jalen Brown hitting a banger three to send the game to OT. I mean, the the Celtics did lose that game, which was really unfortunate. Westbrook went off, but. It's. I mean, it's been another week. Uh, it's gonna be another week of us just praising Jason Tatum to the highest level. But Jalen Brown, I feel like Jalen Brown has been slept on recently because of how good Jason Tatum is. Jalen Brown is still having a career season, which is funny because he's been in the league for what four years. But they're playing incredibly. And one thing I was looking at uh, looking at recently was the Celtics are still stacking up really well against some of the better teams in the league. We talked about losing by one to the Rockets in OT. We lost by two to the Lakers on Lakers. some garbage in, calls, I'm pretty sure. In LA. In, in LA. LA. Beat the Jazz. Uh, we had one on the Beat game. Portland, who would be another playoff team. We beat the Clippers by uh, yeah, we beat the Clippers. eight back in mid-February. The Celtics only lost three games in February going, let me count, four, seven, eight. Fourteen? Thir- Thirteen? Thirteen. Counting's hard. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, yeah, wait, hold on, what the? I'm going to keep talking, I'll let you count. Uh, but basically what I was going to bring up is the Celtics are stacking up really well against some of the better teams in the league. And a lot of these, we haven't had Kemba Walker. He's been out with, I don't know what the exact injury has been. But he's been out for a lot of these bigger games. But it just makes me think you're bringing in what's supposed to be like the best player on our team, I guess. the Like the biggest superstar on our team hasn't been the playing. The biggest ac- accusation. accusation. Acquisition. Accusation. That's accusing someone of no. something. Uh, no, no. <laughs> we don't know what words are. But Kemba Walker, I mean, an incredible player. But it just, like if we get into a seven-game series... And then you bring in Kemba into the equation. It's game over. The the only it's a knee. It's a knee injury. It's a knee injury. Okay, but I mean, yep. and he's been rehabbing. He played three on three on Saturday. Uh, if he if he can practice today, it's a possible return for tomorrow. I don't know who they. I mean, look who they play real quick. I mean, we're talking the only teams that I. I mean, uh, interest. Oh, really, the Nets. The Nets. Oh, I can God. tell you who won't be playing in that game. Kyrie Irving, Boston, out yep. for the season. Out for the season. Shoulder injury. No, but being a baby. What I'm what I'm getting at is seven game series. The only teams that I see like a really really close seven game series against is the Milwaukee Bucks and either the LA teams. That's it. Dude, the Bucks have been on that. They are. The they Bucks have, have the lost what eight games. Margin, the highest win margin in NBA history, I think. Yep. They also. Like they also. Were the uh, the team to clinch the playoffs the earliest in NBA history this season? Yeah, the Bucks have already clinched the playoffs. Granted, that's it. Just speaks to how bad the East the is, e- but yeah, the East is because didn't we look at this last week? Like um, some of the teams that are in the like, seven and eight are I'm pretty sure below five hundred. Below five hundred teams, yes, you are correct. Yep, it's the Jazz and um, or sorry, Magic and Nets. Yeah, I mean the East is really bad, but I mean we're looking at what was it twenty. 16 Warriors 
kind of team. Everyone, oh, who set the set the win? It was like seventy-two and something, seventy-two yeah. and ten, maybe. That sounds right. Seventy-one and eleven. I don't know. I don't remember either. But I mean, it was like a ridiculous season. But the Bucks going off, everyone's losing their minds, saying this is the best team that's ever existed. Put their money where their mouth is. That's all I'm gonna say. I I mean, they're gonna make a deep playoff run. It'd be ideal that we get that second seed, so we don't have to play them until the. Eastern East Conference finals. finals. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the Toronto Raptors have lost three straight recently, which has pulled us to within a half game of them. We are 10 and a half back Ooh. from first place. Oh, no. <laughs> and the Raptors are 10 games back from first place. So we are only a half game behind the Raptors. I think we have some. Uh, we have at least one. We I know we've won at least one game on them. I don't know what the tiebreaker is, though. Uh, well, we've played one less game than them, too. Oh, OK. That's why that's why it's a half game. I'm pretty sure. Good stuff. But I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. the The second seed would be ideal. That way, we're we're looking at seeing them at you know the very end of the East. But as much as there's that, I feel like a lot of these Bucks lack a ton of playoff experience, minus the last like two years. I mean, granted, the same could be said for the Celtics. Whereas has Kemba even ever been to the playoffs? We don't know. He's uh, been to the playoffs. I don't think he's been deep because he's been stuck in the Hornets. In the Hornets, yeah. And then a lot of these our guys are so young that there's not a ton of playoff experience. But I think What are you talking about? Jason Tatum led us through the playoffs two years ago. As a rookie. As a rookie as without a rookie. Kyrie without Kyrie and two, without And he uh, dunked on LeBron James in game seven. Yeah, he recently dunked on someone else too, didn't he? Someone big? I don't know. I, uh, the only things I see on my social medias now are Zion or John. Moran oh yeah, we or... can we can get into no, that. No, we don't. Uh, we don't need to. We don't need. But that I hate ranting. ESPN. We know that's been well established. Everything they post is just Zion or LeBron. We're tired of it. That's about it. Talk about some other teams. We'll just nip it in the bud. Be be an actual sports thing, not a. I don't even know. Just forget it. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so I, oh, coming for full circle. I forgot about this. Uh, the Celtics went nine and three in February. Nine and three. Games. Yeah. Okay. I don't know yeah. where I got 14 from. I thought I saw that somewhere. Anyways, I was and just going to bring this up. Oh, go for it. Sorry. I think Jason Tatum averaged 30 points a game. In yeah, he was, February. <laughs> he was, I mean, he, we talked about this. He's becoming a superstar. No yeah. one wants to say it, but he's becoming a superstar. Uh, I was going to quickly say that I was realizing this this morning. I was thinking about some stuff to talk about for the podcast. And I realized that we gave Jalen Brown a whole lot of money this offseason after what we felt was like the worst season of his career. But man, did it pay off. I, w- I wouldn't say I'd say inconsistent. It's it's hard when his career has been so short up to this point. That's fair. Uh, very much. Like, I don't I don't know what his rookie. Fun. I don't know what his rookie stats were, but I'm guessing they weren't great. But yeah, a very inconsistent year last year. It felt like every week we were flopping back and forth between how we felt about him. I was going to say on the podcast, I'm pretty sure he brought up the idea of trading Jalen Brown a lot of times last season, which was probably the dumbest take of all time, but I'm glad we didn't because he is now just an incredible player. And that concludes your weekly breakdown of how good Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are. We will transition out of the Celtics into the other half of the TD Garden right after a quick word from our sponsor. And getting into what has pretty much become my favorite Boston team to watch, although I haven't Again, been able to watch a whole lot this week. The other half of the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Uh, 
continue. They they recovered from their sloppy couple of games last week at the end of that uh, big Western road trip, and then they came home and kind of got beat kind of bad by the Flame. Wait, was that at home or is that in Calgary? Now I forget. I'm going to look it up. You keep yelling. Yeah, I think I feel like it was at home because Vancouver was the last game West. Uh, that being said, they've recently won two games against the Dallas Stars and most recently on Saturday night against the New York Islanders, getting a 4-0 shutout, which Tuka Rask got his fourth shutout of the year. McAvoy had a goal and two assists, and David Pasternak, what more do we need to say? He's still the league leader in goals with 47, netting his 47th in the game against the Islanders, correct? I didn't get to watch any of that game. Correct, and also going back, the Calgary game, yes, was at home. It was a 5-2 yep. loss before bouncing back with 4-3 against Dallas and then 4-0 against the New York Islanders. I did, Which I did. I did catch the. I did catch part of the Dallas game. I watched like the end of the first period, maybe. Okay, I watched a bit of the Dallas game. I watched, uh, I believe, the first period or two of the Islanders game. I watched Tuka Rask, uh, not Tuka Rask, geez, I don't know what I'm talking about. Tuka Rask with the shutout. I watched Pasternak net his 47th. Uh, there was a close play in front of the net, and then the goalie was kind of tied up with someone, uh, a Bruins player, which I thought was going to be interference. It got out to Pasternak, and he just ripped it from a great distance, but just buried it absolutely buried it and then the probably the most interesting goal in my opinion i don't know who scored it uh but it was a bruins player and they i believe it was a, a defensive player he shot it, it bounced off of one of the islanders legs redirected and then just went straight past the goal they had no clue what was going on well i was gonna bring up if you watched the stars game did you see i think it was charlie Coyle batted a puck out of midair <laughs> No, but it was some like a, of these guys are insane. The hand-eye coordination just... It was, uh, and there was another highlight recently. I forget which team it was on. I forget where I saw it, but another guy did the same thing. So the, the coordination and the, the reflexes they have, like Charlie Coyle was in front of the net. I think it was him. I'm going to have to double-check this afterwards to make sure I'm telling the truth. But it was like just a scramble in front of the net, and it ended up like just below the crossbar, basically. And he from like he must have been just inside the blue paint, just bats it out of midair into the goal. Yeah. I mean, it's I the mean, same it's, thing with, like, tipping pucks when they screen the goalie. It's, like, yeah, a redirect. I, I, it's I actually don't understand how... I'll never be good at hockey. Let's put it that way. We'll put it that way. Uh, also, David Krejci recently got into a fight after, like, numerous years of not fighting anyone. I forget which game this came in. I want to say it was the Stars game. But, yeah, David Krejci uh, got into a little bit of a scuffle with someone throwing some punches, something we don't really see from him, but always exciting when you see one of those veteran Bruins players kind of standing up, showing what he's made of, beating the crap out of someone, always great hockey. And I want to go with one more thing when we're on the topic of, of dudes fighting each other. Uh, years ago, this was, I believe, uh, one of the announcers, I believe it was Jack Edwards, uh, posted this the day that the Bruins played the Stars. It was a... Highlight from years ago, where in the first 10 seconds of a Bruins game, there were three different fights between the Bruins and the Dallas Stars. Ooh. Like, it was one of those ones where they take the opening face-off, and this is basically prearranged. They just start fighting. <laughs> it was it. ridiculous. Where just the ref drops the puck and everyone drops their gloves. Yeah, no one even tries for it. They just drop their gloves and start going at it. And absolutely incredible. Uh, I can't find the fight for Krejci, so I don't know which game that was in. I'll look it up. But we can also talk about Brett Ritchie getting his first goal as a Bruin in the 
game against the Dallas Stars. Uh, he had a goal and an assist, I believe, as I try to pull up stuff, but nothing is loading. There it is. Nope, wrong thing. Yes, Richie, Brett Richie scored his first goal. That took forever to load. Uh, in the game against the Dallas Stars, uh, kind of a back-and-forth game. Well, a closer game than it should have. The Bruins were up 3-1 at one point, and then, you know, letting a couple of late goals in. Uh, one at the beginning of the third, one right at the end of the third, but holding on for the win. Uh, Tuka Rask, like I mentioned, getting his fourth shutout against the Islanders, also leads the league in goals against average with 2.16 and is up there in save percentage, and he's one behind the shutout leader as well. I don't know what more to say. The Bruins are good. They continue to roll on. James, can you hear me? Are you just... Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm being, I'm just being quiet. Yeah, so David Krejci fought Joe Pavelski. It was his first fight in nine years. He must really not like the guy. So he uh, he must have gotten really, really pissed because, yeah, he went on after. But, I mean, yeah, in summary, like you said, the Bruins are really good. We're coming down the stretch here for the season. We got, what, another month left? Almost exactly with so, the yeah, last game being. Because their last game is April... April 4th. So we got a solid month of hockey left. We got a lot of uh, a lot of interesting games coming up. We got two games this week against the Lightning, a game next week against the Toronto Maple Leafs, a couple games against the Hurricanes to close out the season. It's uh, going to have some battles and a game against St. Louis, on the second to last game of the season. So a lot of good matchups. A lot of good hockey, a month of solid hockey. The Bruins need to still play, lock up the number one spot, and that's all I pretty much have to say about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a question of if they're going to clinch the playoffs, just a matter of when, pretty much. Uh, still have a six-point lead over the entire league with St. Louis being the next closest team at 88 points, Bruins of 94. Uh, Tampa Bay is just uh, one more behind at 87. So those two games against Tampa Bay this week could be, uh, you know, could propel Tampa Bay really close to that top spot or could push the Bruins even farther ahead in the Eastern Conference. It's looking like right now, just to be thorough, the wildcard teams are the Islanders in the Columbus Blue Jackets. But that race is very close with five teams within five points of each other, including the Hurricanes, Rangers and Panthers. After that, Montreal, Buffalo, they kind of drop off a little bit, so not looking too likely, although a Montreal matchup in the first round would be incredible Ooh, for the Bruins. I would love that. I would love that. Uh, so I'm not saying I want Montreal to do well, but I'm saying if they got into the playoffs, I wouldn't be that upset. Just to get smacked. Well, I think that pretty much does it for the Boston Bruins. We'll move on to the New England Patriots, who basically we're just in Rumorville now. Uh, we'll start off with the first thing that just bothers me a lot. Apparently, the Patriots are among the top three teams interested in the classic Cincinnati Bengals superstar quarterback, Andy Dalton. One word for this one. Gross. No. I, they want Andy Dalton as a backup, but Andy Dalton's old. Isn't he like 30? He's got to be at least mid. I don't think he's that old, but he's not. he's not young. Uh, the biggest issue, he he's is not... 30, 32, sorry. He, so he's not young, uh, the, the bigger one for me. He's not good. I mean, the biggest one, really, he's ginger, so right oh, there. Oh, dear, that, this got <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, I, I am not a fan of this at all. I think keep a young talent. I don't know if Jarrett Stidham is your guy, but 
get someone in the draft. If you want, trade for a young QB, but not Andy Dalton. Unless the Patriots think this is like a, a Tom Brady's gone and we still can win now. If Tom Brady's gone, tear it down in my opinion. I, But we, we can get into that in another no, time. No, he's not going anywhere. But he's not going uh, anywhere because he was with Julian Edelman at a basketball game. And Edelman said Brady's coming back. Yeah, and then Brady responds and people are trying to like figure out what he says, but you can't really There's hear There's no it, audio. So. so it's either this guy or I'm not or something. It's two very opposite it's, sides. Yeah. One basically is like, yeah, he's coming back. Or two, yeah, no, he's not. He's like, nah. But yeah, so uh, still hanging out with his Patriot pals. Always a good sign. What basketball game were they at? I don't know. Okay. Me uh, neither. Yeah. That's why I asked. Uh, apparently, they were on FaceTime with Mike Vrabel. I, this this just like the weirdest sports story. I don't ever. I don't know if I believe that. Like I saw that video, but that could easily be doctored. I don't that's, know. I don't know if I believe that. Fair. Supposedly, allegedly, they're allegedly. on FaceTime with man who still has his manhood because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Mike Rabel, former Patriot, former Super can Bowl we just, champion. Can we just start every segment of the show with allegedly so we don't allegedly because we're allegedly. wrong so often on this show. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Uh, so yeah, we don't really know what's happening with Brady. Um, I've started and no to one see will. more don't, stuff. Yeah, no one does. Don't believe anything Brady. When he makes his decision, no one's gonna know about it. Like prior to him making it, he's not gonna. He's not one to feed into the media and all that. So we're not gonna get unless like, I the in, NFL until I hear version. it from the horse's mouth. Like I'm not. Yeah, gonna believe it. We're not gonna get like an NFL version of a Woj bomb. <laughs> like it's just gonna be. Brady's going to make a decision. That's going to be that. It, it's it's been the narrative's been so bad this offseason. It's been Brady's leaving, Brady's coming back, Brady's leaving, like and it switches literally from day to day. Like one day it's Bleacher Report, pretty sure Brady's going to stay if they get the weapons. Next day, consensus at the combine. So all people who don't know Tom Brady, oh, consensus at the combines that he's not coming back. It no one cares. No one cares what they think. They know nothing. It just bothers me. So we'll see a Brady decision when we see a Brady decision. I I want him to come back. I'm going to leave it at that. Don't. When does I, his free agency actually start? Maybe I'm making a huge April? mistake, and I'm just and I'm but just googling I'm guessing, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um. But anyways, basically Brady hopefully comes back. No one really knows what's going on, and there's a lot of stuff coming out. The NFL Combine has been going on these last couple of days. So hopefully by next week, we'll kind of have, I might look at like a mock draft or something. We can talk about some potential Patriots draft picks because there's a lot of great talent at this combine like usual. But Belichick wasn't there. Belichick was in the pouring rain somewhere. That's about all we know. Scouting someone who was not invited to the combine. Uh, uh, I mean, this is this is what sets him apart. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this any is... any any coach can go scout the combine and be like, ah, oh, yeah, that kid's good. Ah, oh, yeah, that kid's not. If you're gonna, t- Belichick obviously sees something in this kid that wasn't uh, that who who wasn't invited, pardon me, to the combine, and that's what sets him apart is like that extra effort. Yeah, what I hate is how that went basically viral, and. So now everyone knows. About now him. everyone knows. Like they're like, yeah. oh, like Belichick's trying to do this like low key thing. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go scout someone that no one really knows about. And then every news outlet's like, what if we told them what you were doing? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's just, that's being famous. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to find what date Brady's 
free agency starts? Because I thought it was mid-March. Yeah, I think it's... Mid- okay, hold on. BostonGlobe.com. Tom Brady's contract with the Patriots expires March 17th at 4 p.m. All right, well... So over two weeks still, supposedly. Plenty of time to doomsday prep if you're a Patriots fan. Uh, We're going to get into our our last story here. And you have to help me out, Nicholas, because I haven't really decided which angle I want to go with this at. Uh, We'll start off with the actual facts here. Andy Reid's Super Bowl hat, jacket, and shoes are headed to the Pro Football Hall of Fame I don't know why he won the Super Bowl. I guess they're like, yeah. Wait, wait well, is that's actually true? That's actually true. The part that I was going to make up for comedic purposes is I, I couldn't decide. You're going to have to help me out here. Uh, the two things I came up with to follow that up was uh, the renovations will soon take place to make sure that they can fit his clothing in the Hall of Fame. It's classic. Nice. Or there was yep. a bidding war between the Pro Football Hall of Fame and a parachute company for his jacket. I couldn't decide... <laughs> Uh, which one do you think is better? I hate to, I hate to, the bit's dead. Yeah, the bit's he's, dead because he's Andy Reid ruined it. He's fed into it too much. Yeah, this is time for me to rant. Uh, the pro, the football segment, this is where, this is my space to basically just voice whatever the heck I want. Uh, mm-hmm, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm going to rant here because Andy Reid has taken the one thing that we all loved about Andy Reid and ruined it. Like you said, he fed into his own joke. And fed is a very literal word. Um, basically, James, the whole joke—the whole joke was that Andy reads a big guy and like he likes food. Blah blah. We fed it. We we went with that. We leaned into it as much as we could. But then, like Andy Reed just started realizing that, and then like going back with it. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna celebrate with a cheeseburger." And they're like, "Andy Reed, how was your Super Bowl?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I ate really well afterwards." Like, it's not funny when he does it. One of the worst rants we've That's had. That's getting show. cut out, is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, we don't we don't have a whole lot. It's pretty much the rumor mill. Whatever the rumor mill's churning out for NFL news. Whatever Adam Schefter's stupid mouth has to say on Twitter, that's what we use for news. Uh, yeah. Oh man. That we always end this show so weak when the football, like when football is in the off season, because we have nothing to talk about. Like we Just don't pay enough attention out. to college football, scouting, the draft. That like that kind of really technical side of it. There's too much. I can only hold so much information in my head. I think that does it. We're gonna just on that bummer. That's we'll gonna shut it down. We'll shut, shut it. Down. Shut it down. Shut it down. This isn't good. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a rating. Big (laughs) if. Please do leave a rating on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. It really helps us out, lets us know that you guys are listening, that you guys like the show, what we could be doing better, all that sorts of stuff. And also, we're going to give you a little additional thing. Subscribe to the podcast once again on whatever podcasting platform you use. doesn't really matter, but that way the show just will appear for you every week. And instead of having you, you know, you have to remember, look up the podcast, look for the episodes. Maybe it doesn't show up on the search engine or whatever. Just subscribe. That way you make sure you never miss an episode. It's the easiest way to keep up with the show, making sure that you get it every single week when it is uploaded on Tuesdays. Yeah, and I know uh, iPhone users, if you do subscribe to a podcast, it gives you a notification when the newest episode's out. Uh, That notification can come a little late, though. 
That being said, you should follow us on our social medias because that is where you will hear firsthand when the podcast is out. Pretty much on Twitter. James tweets it out right away when it's uploaded. His Twitter is James B underscore Boston. My Twitter is Brady Bros Nick. Our YouTube, Brady Bros. And our Instagram is Brady Bros Boston. So keep up with us on all those. Uh, we are on TikTok now. No, actually. we're not. Uh, we're not on TikTok. I knew you wouldn't. We weren't like going to stoop that low. Uh, yeah, um, this this whole outro is just the whole end of this episode has been just bad, just bad. That's all. <laughs> that's all I can go with. Uh, yeah, we'll be back again next week. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate the support. You guys listening to whatever the hell we have to say every single week. It's usually not very good, but we mm-hmm. do our best. So thank you for sticking with us. We're gonna have a lot of good Red Sox stuff coming up. We got the Bruins and the Celtics coming down the stretch towards the playoffs. We, got, and we have nothing for the Patriots. You guys know that. But rumor mill, baby. The three others. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, the first three quarters of this show will be really good. There you go. See ya.